Hello, animation fans, and welcome to another iAnimate podcast. I'm your host, Larry Vasquez, and joining me is Rick Arroyo. How you doing, buddy? Really good, Larry. How are you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic, man. Uh, this is an introduction for Podcast 78 with Patrick Guciano. Um, this was an awesome interview. Uh, Patrick has been in the animation industry for over 20 years, and he has not lost his enthusiasm for it, as you'll see in this uh, podcast. Um, he's worked in the VFX industry. He's worked in cartoony over at Blue Sky Studio, and he's been over at uh, DreamWorks now, um, finishing up their Crudes uh, 2 movie. Um, so he's worked on VFX, cartoony, you name it, and um, he loves this medium. And so it's really, really cool to have him on this podcast, yeah. as well as you'll hear in this uh uh, interview. He's going to be one of our feature instructors, our new feature animation instructors. He'll be teaching workshop five. That's right. He's going to be teaching workshop five. He has so much knowledge and experience to share. He is ready. I'm actually super excited about his workshop. I'm going to be sneaking in maybe. Here or <laughs> That's there, what so. I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just let you know. If you see me, it's just like, oh, I saw him. Yeah, saw there you him. go. So yeah. this will be full body acting and facial lip sync. So um, definitely check this one out if you, if you want to hone up your game, as well as if you're in our currently uh, workshops and working through the feature program, definitely check out Patrick. Um, before we get into the podcast, we have a couple announcements. That's right. Uh, enrollment starts this week. Uh, so we're really excited about that. So make sure that you keep a very close eye and if not enroll now before uh, workshops sell, uh, sell out again. We also have a new uh, Blender workshop. So it's Blenders for Animators. So anyone that really wants to get into that community or looking to you know work overseas and need those skills, uh, we got uh, Luciano who's going to be teaching our workshop. He's a really awesome guy, really big in the Blender scene. And you know he really knows his stuff as much as you know he's a feature animator as well so he's going to be teaching that and uh, lastly just uh, you know uh, just a reminder that uh, the industry is changing man uh, the industry is growing netflix is doing a lot disney is, is doing a lot you know there's a lot of great uh, feature animation programs coming out mm -hmm. as much as the game industry has has grown in this year uh, you can expect more through through the you know the feature side so you know get your stuff ready all right and yeah. blenders obviously been making uh, some nice headway into the industry with their their program there and uh free program is yeah the animation software job, is so. free and the, it, their community we have so much in common their community is really strong they love talking to each other they love sharing uh you know they love helping that's what i animate's about and that's why i was like you know what uh you know i think this is great that we have blender uh, at iAnimate and uh so I'm really excited about that workshop as well. All right. Speaking about yeah. growing and sharing, um, the last uh, announcement we have is uh, all game workshop three students will now have access to our Unreal lectures as well as our motion capture lectures. Um, so that works out for game workshop three students as well as game alumni. So uh, definitely just an, uh, another opportunity to grow in your skill set. So complimentary right. of the workshop that you join in for workshop three. Yeah, we love giving to the community. So that's really exciting. Awesome. All right. So speaking about exciting, let's jump into this podcast with Patrick. All right. Well, Patrick, we always love to thank our guests for joining us. We know you guys got schedules and just as we we're talking about beforehand, everybody's got something going on. Um, so we just really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Um, as we kind of mentioned beforehand, looking at your bio on our website, really, really cool um, work that you've got to work on in studios that you've been able to work on uh, or work with. Uh, how did you get in animation? What what drove you here? You've got 20 plus years, cool films. What made you want to get in animation? 
Um, but the thing is, I, I never thought I, I would be an animator. I, I, like I was living in France. To me, animation was like for people working in the U.S. doing like big movies and all that. And it felt like another world. So I was I was more into like uh, I, I graduated in in industrial design. I was uh, more into science and things like that. And then, you know, uh, coming from that, um, I've been learning AutoCAD, you know, this kind of uh, software that does like, uh, industrial stuff. And, and at this point, I remember it was in 2000, there was this version of AutoCAD that, um, that could extrude models. Like, so you would do the, the plan and you could extrude them and put a camera in it. And I was like, whoa, that's, that's <laughs> so crazy. I, I can move inside something. So, yeah, I think that was kind of a the haha moment where like uh, that's that's what i like to do and yeah I, I was looking around like what was possible to do i wasn't that good with computers uh, so i tried to learn tried to do some internship try to understand how how it works and i found a job in a small company like in luxembourg so for me like in france i was in south of france so south of france uh, nothing no studios nothing uh, there were a few studios that were doing some uh, uh, advertising work in, in Paris, but yeah, nothing around. And th there was in Luxembourg, this small studio named Oneria Pictures. So um, they were doing the, their first movie and I was like, okay, why not? I wasn't even paid when I came there. It was supposed to teach me. And, and that, that happened like that. So they, they taught us how to animate and... Uh, one was coming from Disney, the other was, uh, had been working with Spielberg on, on stuff, uh, visual effects. And I started to learn about animation there. And, and it wasn't as much as the, um, how they taught us, but it, it's how the people around. And I think it's the same even in schools like your school. Um, a, a lot of time it's the, um, the students themselves that teach each other and you just... You just need to have the info available and then everyone tries to understand and try to teach the other. And that's what happened to me. Like everyone was so uh, interested by animation and so into it that we just you know, nourished each other. And uh, yeah, most of them now, they are working in Weta, in Disney, uh, all coming from Luxembourg, <laughs> this small company. <laughs> what was it? For that company, you said you mentioned you didn't have much of a background in animation. What was it for that company that wanted to invest in other in people interested in animation? So the thing in, in this company, I think they, I don't know, they had this big background working with Americans and they wanted to build something in Europe and they didn't have any budgets. So they, their idea was trying to, yeah, try to teach anyone so it was really anyone, I, uh, you know, except for AutoCAD, I couldn't do anything. Mm. Uh, the thing I, I remember is um, I wasn't sure. I, I wanted to be a modeler and it was more like uh, uh, architectural stuff. Mm -hmm. And I had a good job that was paid doing that. So I was like, okay, this way I can, I can make a living. That's good. And, and there was this company on Area Pictures in Luxembourg. And they proposed me the, the, the job that wasn't paid for a few months just to teach me like four months. And, uh, and I was like, oh, that's, that's not good. I, uh, <laughs> my girlfriend, I was planning to marry her and everything. I was like, oh, that's really not good. 
And, and then I went to, to the cinema, I saw Tarzan, um, um, and, and I was like, Tarzan, uh, the movie, the, uh, the Disney movie. Okay. And, and I was like, wow, that's, that, that's so cool. Animation is so cool. I, I need to take the risk. Like, I need to be an animator. So, yeah, I went there, and, yeah, that's, that's how it started. I, I remember they, they have this house. So I went there thinking, wow, it's animation. It's going to be like, like Disney. There's going to be this big campus. It's going to be written in big. And, and I arrived. It, it was a small house. There was nothing. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Like a, house, house? Yeah. <laughs> like a house house? Yeah, a real house. Yeah, it wasn't the studio. It was just a house. So um, I was kind of disappointed. Uh, <laughs> and then they moved to uh, something that looked a bit better, but it wasn't that great anyway. <laughs> but I, I learned there. Yeah, I learned everything there. So. Now, did you start out with animation there, or were you more of a generalist there? Yeah, it was animation. Like they, okay. they asked me, do you think you could animate? Uh, they asked me uh, to do a test and it was really bad. So the guy uh, sent me some feedback and uh, told me, um, you know, you should, you should try to do an acting, try to do this and that. And I think, I don't know, th that was a click at this moment. I was like, oh, I see exactly what he wants and what he needs. So I redid the test, trying to, to follow what he said. And, and he loved it. And I, I think I, I could see it. Like what I did the second time was like 10 times better. And he said, <laughs> if you were able to do that, he told me, that's not good. But if you were, if you were able to do that in, in a matter of two weeks, I, I'm confident you're going to be a good animator. You'll, you'll pick it up, huh? Yeah. 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 What was it that, um, okay, you know, you, can't, you said you came more from an um, architectural background, which tends to be, more methodical and structured and things of that nature. Was any of that helpful in learning animation or was it just something that, you know, maybe you had a, a, a characteristic like you mentioned here for acting that kind of something just clicked in, in your ability. What was it that kind of helped you, you feel like you pick up on it pretty quick? Yeah, I think both parts helped me. Like, uh, uh, in my studies, I, I used to be in physics and stuff like that. So it was lasers and I was really passionate about lasers. So all that, there's a lot of methodology. And I think, you know, using rigs in animation, using a software, you need to tame the software if you want to be, like, if you want to do exactly what you want to do. And I hate when I can't do exactly what I want. So I need to know everything about the software. I need to know every detail, every workaround. So all that, I think, yeah, all the technology, all, all the things I've learned before, it really helped me. And apart from that, there's, yeah, the, the acting stuff. Because um, I was more of an artist guy before, before that. And, and it was more my parents who would tell me, you should uh, study in physics, like art. It's not a job. And it's true, like, <laughs> like because I'm telling the same to my kids. So I, I can see. <laughs> the real truth is out, right? It's like, you don't want to do this. It's hard, you know? It's not lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> Become a doctor. <laughs> and yet he's working for DreamWorks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, but in, in a way, it's, I can see what they were saying, because in, in South of France, you wouldn't work for DreamWorks. If you're an artist, you would paint something and right, try right. to sell it. And yeah, it's not the same market there. Yeah. Yeah. The so, opportunities so were different could, back then also, right? Things yeah, are, exactly. the, the, world is, the world is changing. There's going to be remote work yeah. everywhere now. But before, yeah. like mo, I'm, I'm, most parents would have said that, especially in Europe, it's like, there's no way you're going to get a, a big job 
in, yeah. in, in the film industry, right. in, in the smaller yeah. areas. So. I, I wasn't even thinking about the film industry. I was thinking like painting or doing like drawings. I don't know. I had no idea. I didn't care. I was... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like, oh, I love Young school and, and math and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, that, that's the part of me that, that you know, I, I think that's where I take the artistic side uh, in animation. Like I was, you know, always reading comic books. And, and that's crazy because now I can feel that all the poses I use uh, in animation, I take it from the comic books I was reading. It's, oh, okay. it's all these, especially like um, I really like working on fingers and and if you see the, those comics, there are some poses that are really interesting, and I was all about that. Like, well, how how did they draw that? How did... so? Yeah, it's a very very observant then, huh? Yeah, very nice. So, how long were you there at that uh, studio in Luxembourg? Oh, it lasted like maybe a year and a half. It was okay. Long, so yeah, it had some major time to get under your belt. At least you're starting yeah. off. Oh, yeah. like and, and <laughs> the thing is, at this point, I remember in France, there weren't that many schools or uh, any ways to have a lot of experience. So at this point, after a year and a half, I was kind of good in a sense that they were looking for people like me to hire on, on other studios in France. And I was like, well, now if I see the reel I had at this point, that was horrible. <laughs> but at this point, I was like, oh, that's pretty good. And uh, I remember I'm like... Um, so then um, I applied uh, um, to go to Paris in this company named Shaman. So uh, Rick, you might know the, the company, right? Uh, the company who did Kaina. Yes, yeah, we worked on the yeah. same project. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have as much gray as I do, so I'm giving it away. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty young, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I applied to this company and they were doing this movie. It was the first French CG movie. So it was crazy. I remember uh, watching these images of Kaina and it was really good. Like it felt like uh, Star Wars to me. Uh, I felt that that was really nice. And I remember applying there and thinking, I hope they're going to take me. I, I hope they're going to give me a contract or something. And I remember the, um, the production director calling me and uh, asking me a few details, like um, how much I, I want to be paid, how how good I'm supposed to be if I'm a senior or whatever. So I'm trying to explain what I, what I expect, what, what I'd like to do there. And, and I remember the, the discussion take a while. And at some point, I understand that the production, that, uh, production manager was asking me, are you good? Do you have experience? And I, and I was thinking, what, what should I do at this point? Because... I don't think I have a ton of experience, but she's asking me. So should I? Should do you I lie? <laughs> yeah, that's the real question. Yeah, yeah. You know, embellish it. I've worked a lot. Like there was a lot of different characters, and the rigs were uh, complicated. And she asked again, like, "But are you like a senior animator? Like, can you handle stuff?" And I was like, "You know what? I feel like I can, can handle stuff." So there you go. I told her, like, you know, I'm really good. Like. I'm going to come yeah, and I'm yeah. going to do a real good job because I'm a senior animator. I knew it was all a lie. And I was so surprised because that's, that was all she was waiting for. She, I, Some I, I confidence? Felt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she, she needed me saying that. And then I was like, like oh, what did I just do? Yeah. No, no, I was super happy. I, I knew I could handle it because 
like, I was so into it, so into animation. I knew like just going there, I, I, would, I would do a good job. You give your heart so, out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you know how you feel when you're so passionate about something. You're like, I know it's going to be difficult, but I'm going to nail it. If, if awesome. I need to work like 24 or 7, I'm going to do it. I yeah. think, okay, I now got to jump on this. Yeah. So, Okay, and here's and that was a gold nugget for our audience, right? The the fact that you know you're a young artist, we all been there, super enthusiastic. That's you. That's you. The real question: Can you do the job, right? Yeah. So I mean, back then it was a, it was a different it was a different time. It was a different world. I love that you were like so uh, confident, and you knew that you had to bring it. I mean, it was the first major uh, French CG movie. <laughs> It was and probably the first CG movie in 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 like in most of Europe, right? It was big. Like the, the pressure was pretty high, even for like anyone that worked on the project. It had to be good. But so I love that. I think that's a great gold go nugget. But my question is, Patrick. Now you know you you've been you 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 directed your your supervisor. You worked on all these major movies. Do you think? Um, you think you would give the same answer if it was today? Uh, I think I think yes. I, I think I, I still have the same, uh, like because because things didn't change that much. I, mm -hmm. I know that my level is much better now. Yeah. But I'm still like I, I still feel that at some point I'm gonna fail or I'm not good enough. Uh, when when you know you have this shot that is huge. Yeah. And there's all this complexity and you feel that it's an important moment in the movie. You want to please the director. You, you have all that. And then you're like, what, what's the point of doubting? The idea is just to rush into it and pour everything I have. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's the only way. I, I, if I try, if I doubt, it's just going to slow me down. So I'm going to just go into it, think I'm going to make it. I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, wow, everyone is going to see I'm, 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 I won't be good. I, I won't make it work. And then it works. So I'm like, don't, don't stress. Just, just do it. You yeah. don't know how yeah. it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Wow. I like that, man. I like that. That is a, come on, Larry, tell me. Like, no, that's great. We, Sometimes you got to preach to yourself, man. You got to yeah. hey, keep going. We got this. We, you know, and that's, that's great. And the fact you, I mean, like, it's Patrick, man, <laughs> like super talented. And, you know, there's this thing come uh, in the discussion, I think it was on Twitter. Uh, uh, someone came like, how do you deal with like imposter syndrome? And even Glenn Keane on this talk with like two weeks ago talked about imposter syndrome that everyone goes through it. Even Glenn says like, even I sometimes question like, am I good enough? Like the fact that the highest level artists we will all say, you know, there's a time where we're like, oh man, this is hard, you know, but you've got to encourage that's yourself. That, yeah, that's go the only way to be creative. If you think you're at the top of the top, you stop there. It's just, you, you get used to stuff and it happens sometimes. Sometimes you're on a show and, uh, and, and you can feel you're not at the top of yourself. And you're like, yeah, I shouldn't feel like that. I should push myself and I, I, should, I should be in danger. I remember this guy uh, from pizza. <laughs> Yeah. And he was telling me that in Pixar, they were, uh, the way he presented it wasn't that romantic, but he said they, they push us to, to show shitty stuff on screen. And I was like, what? In Pixar? And he said, yeah, the idea is not to put in front uh, of the others something that is um, uh, something you would expect. 
they want something that's surprising. Take risks yeah. and take many risks and then they're going to pick the best of it and try to push toward that. And I kind of understand that. Now, when I do an animation, there's a way to do it safely. And you're like, okay, I'm going to make it, but I've done this kind of animation. Yeah. Or you're going to do something that's going to surprise everyone, even the director. And that's a tough place because surprising the director is not always the best situation <laughs> <laughs> that is so true <laughs> you're like i didn't ask for that man <laughs> exactly so you want that you want i didn't ask for that but that's great yeah yeah and that's yeah. a really risky situation yeah you, you, you want you want a wild wild man this is there's so much gold nuggets take risks but yeah. you also it almost sounds like take calculated risk that's something i yeah. like to say it's like yeah. you know it's good to take risks and i man I'm, the students are gonna be so lucky to learn from you Oh that's my right. goodness. Like, that's right. okay, we got to continue, Larry. This is, we're on fire, man. Like, this is like, like fire emojis, you know? This is awesome. That's how we get these guys in here teaching. That's why, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now from that studio, how long were you that, that uh, I forgot the name of the studio, I'm sorry. Uh, it was Shaman at this point. Then he got bought back by uh, Gaumont Studio. So it's a big French cinema thing that bought them back. The movie didn't finish well here, so they bought it to finish, uh, pour money into it. Uh, this studio was doing 2D animation at this point, and they, they were willing to uh, switch to 3D. So by buying Shaman, they were hoping, like, yeah, learning about 3D. It didn't go well because the cultures didn't match, I guess. Mm. So um, in Shaman, I don't know, I might have stayed there for two years or something like that. Then I stayed for a year in Gaumont. It's Xilam also, the, the, the name. Um, uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the, the right fit for me. <clears throat> so then from there, no, oh yeah, then from there I went to Attitude Studio, which is a company that that were doing uh, they were they were really well known in French in France for uh, their motion capture. So when there, I, I wasn't sure what to expect. I'm an animator. I love keyframe motion capture. I wasn't sure, and then I learned ton of things. So that's where and and I think um, it helps me even now because uh, it's more about subtle animation, uh, about um, physicality. And motion capture, yeah, really helped me into all the all these details, and and I yeah, uh, the thing is, on Kaina, I became supervisor at the end of the, of the show. I started supervisor um, uh, in in Attitude Studio, who were doing motion capture, and um, at this point, that was also great because I arrived in this company where. Uh, there were there were keyframe animation for things that were like crazy stuff, superhero animation that couldn't be done uh, with motion capture, mm -hmm. and then motion capture for actings and walking and crowd and stuff like that. And it was two separate worlds. Worlds. And I arrived there, and it was almost a fight. There was kind of a, it was boiling there, and I, I could see that it was really difficult to work with both departments. And I tried to um, start to speak to both parties. And then after a while, I, I, I was able to mix everyone together and we were able to make the best animation when everyone was able to nice. work together. Make a community, so, right? It, it, yeah. you know, it, it's funny you say that because 
uh, back then, right? No, not sound later or anything, but back then, like 2D was like one thing. The 3D, the 3D artists that were coming in, making this whole different industry was like a whole nother thing. And then motion capture kicked in. Yes, it was, it was there in 1998, you know? And it was like, oh, motion capture is like, ah, I mean, we still have some of that today, but... (laughs) You know, like, yeah, it's almost but, a shame. Like, like they were like, "Oh, that's yeah, motion yeah. capture. Come on." Yeah, but now, I mean, if you if you are current with what what's happening with the industry and the potentials, you're gonna you should adore motion capture as an animator and know the where you can take it. But the fact that you were dealing with it, like you know, in two thousand and three, yeah. you know, it's 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 amazing. And yeah, I could find find out that those um, those people who were working on motion capture they just wish to learn about animation because at the end of the day, it's movement. So they were trying to improve the movement on the motion capture. And on the other side, the guys from the, uh, from the keyframe, they were like, oh, you're stealing my job because you're doing movement faster than me and it's not art and whatever. So when everyone worked together, the people from motion capture, they learned how to animate because I tried to teach them and they loved it. And the people who were doing um, uh, animation, I was like, you know what? This animation, it's pretty tough. It's going to be like crowd walking and all that. You don't want to do that. It's good that motion capture is there. So you can focus on what you like, like action. Or the performance. Or superhero stuff. Exactly. So, yeah, it worked. It worked well. Very cool. Yeah. So from this company, um, it was a, a relatively big company in France. And uh, we started to work with uh, Disney, with DreamWorks. Uh, we had some short movies with them, some advertisement with them. And uh, we started Nine, the movie, uh, mm-hmm. in the studio. Yeah. yeah. Uh, started also Gnomeo and Juliet there. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, for me, it was like, wow, that's it. We are touching the dream. Like, uh, we are starting to work with Americans. And yeah, you need to know that in France, uh, maybe it's overrated, but in France, we were like, wow, working with Americans is like, whoa, that, that's big, that's huge. <laughs> it's Hollywood. I mean, it's Hollywood, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So, that, yeah, for me, that, that was crazy. So I met, um, for Gnomeo and Juliet, that was Kelly Asbury, uh, the director of Spirit, uh, this a few months ago, I think. Um, so the guy's super nice, came to see us, we had this dinner, and I was, we, we were about to work together, and uh, that, that, so yeah, I was super into, into the movie, super passionate, and, and then, yeah, I don't know, mismanagement in the studio, what happened with the budget, or whatever, the studio starts to fall down, everything collapsed, and I was like, oh, so it's like the dreams slipping away, and... Uh-huh. and and um, my wife didn't want to move to the US and I was like, oh, I'm stuck in France and I have this dream that was almost true and it's impossible. It's like, it's like you almost touched the star and you didn't get it. And mm-hmm. so, I, yeah, I had to do something. So, um, yeah, f- finding jobs uh, that weren't really exciting. Uh, I was like, oh, I really want to work on... Because when you work in animation on on characters that are not well-rigged, well-designed, well-modeled, it's a bit difficult to push the quality. So I was, I need to push more than what I can get from a studio in France on advertising or uh, small... So you felt limited, right? 
yeah, I felt completely limited because if you don't have the right shape, which like now I see, like I looked uh, uh, a little bit into the rigs you, you yeah, are yeah. proposing and already I, I'm like, wow, if I had that when I started, <laughs> all those yeah. controls, I could see like you have uh, uh, other controls on top yeah. of like smooth controls. And I, I didn't have that. So if you don't have the blend shape, uh, you can't do the, sh the, the pace you, you want and then the animation doesn't look good. You can't go so, into that fine details. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I couldn't. So um, uh, I think I had my third child at, at this point. Uh, like she was a few months ago. And I told to my wife, you know what? I'm going to stop working for the first time in my life. Uh, and I, I'm going to work at home and I'm going to do what I want myself. I'm going to try to do my character, uh, try to build my own uh, rigs and stuff and, and animate with it. And I remember uh, she was telling me, you're crazy. We just have a baby and all that. Like, <laughs> I, I want to do it. So I would work until two, three o'clock in the morning. So she was waking uh, uh, during the night to nurse the baby. And I could hear her, but I was still working. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, You're like, priorities. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, I am playing with fire. With you in spirit, hun. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, at this point, I remember I had um, uh, this project. Uh, I loved uh, Remy on, in Ratatouille. Mm. I, I loved the character. So I was, you know what? I don't care. I, I don't want to do a short movie. It's going to take too long. I don't have this time. Like I have a family. I can't do more than, than four months. So I'm, I'm going to uh, build the character, the rig, the facial, everything. And I'm going to try to do just a short animation and send it to Pixar. And they're going to take me. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love your in. confidence, man. Yeah. Man, but you dope. know, I, to do it, you really need to feel passionate about it and to think it's going to work. Even, like, even if there was like no way it could work, I stopped working and doing it. I was like, what? Maybe uh, I might have been in my 30s. So... Um, yeah, do, doing that, working hard, uh, doing my, my, uh, my animation. And I remember it's funny because I sent it, uh, never heard about them back. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's too bad. They didn't like it or whatever. So yeah, didn't think about it. And then it's funny because I, I went to um, an interview at Pixar, like uh, maybe five or six years ago. Uh, it was for The Good Dinosaur. Mm. And, uh, and uh, so I met with the supervisors and everything. And, and, and at some point they asked me what I did, whatever. And I'm like, oh, you received, right? You, you received. It's funny because I really thought at this point that they really saw this test. They never saw it. They, they, <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, they don't care. Like they have so many. Yeah, they uh, get a lot. Yeah. They didn't see that. And I was sure at this point, it's six years. So I wasn't just young or naive, but still I was like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, you might have received it. It was a while ago, it wasn't that great. And they were like, no, we, we didn't receive that, that thing. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And they are like, can you show us? And I had my, uh, my laptop and everything. And I was like, uh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just know when to yeah, see this. Yeah. No, you don't want to see this. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, this That's time awesome. is gone. You don't want to see it. And they were like, no, but don't, don't you worry. Like, we, we won't take it for the animation itself. We, it's just, we want to see what you did because it's been a while. You were passionate, so just show it. So I showed them and they, they were really impressed with it. I think it wasn't that much about the animation, but the character, um, 
really looked like Remy, all the shapes, the rig, the, the way it moved and all that. And they were like, whoa, you were able to... Um, Embrace and put it all yeah, together. And take the process and go back and try to rebuild it from, from the results you saw on screen. And I say that's exactly what I was trying to prove because that's what I want to do. I, I want to create a character where I can push the shapes and all that. So I wanted to do the reverse, see how you did, because that's what I was interested in. And it's not the animation itself. Um, I tried to animate with it. I, I didn't have the, the level at this point. But yeah, I, I was able to build the character. And I, and I remember this guy, so they were laughing and they, they, they liked the, the thing. And I was like, well, you know what? Uh, we're going to call Brad Bird and, and show him. Uh, and I was laughing and I said, no, seriously. And the guy take the phone and in my head, I was like, seriously. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was to say <laughs> Beat that one out. So I started like, I, I was right. And the guy, no, 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 I'm joking. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, man, you got me sweating. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> I slipped. I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I, I didn't even see it coming. Like, oh, Brad Bird is really here. Like, oh. <laughs> now, was that at the a studio there in uh, the Bay Area? Uh, no, I, at this point, I was working in Blue Sky. I, I jumped a little bit in time. I was working in Blue Sky. I got this opportunity in Pixar. Uh, uh, it, it didn't work for me because uh, it was uh, it, it was supposed to be a year um, a year contract with the family. I wasn't sure, and then they they diminished the the contract ten months, and then I was like, "What's happening?" And then I was for the Good Dinosaur. They stopped the movie for a while, mm. so I did well. I didn't take the the opportunity to go there. I, I would have loved to work at Pixar, but at this point, it wasn't the the right moment. But yeah, during this time, I was in Blue Sky. They offered, so I jumped a bit in time. Uh, um, How did you get from Paris or, uh, France to yeah. the US? So the thing yes. is, I did this test, didn't work, uh, didn't help. So I was like, I, I'm, I won't be able to go to, to the US. It's, uh, it's too big of a leap. I need bigger projects. And in France, there was nothing at this point. So um, I kept uh, uh, working from home, doing... Uh, stuff with what I had from Disney and DreamWorks. So I had rigs, I had uh, Shrek, I had uh, things that they would send us. So I started to do animation with that. And, and when I got these animations, I sent it to Double Negative in London. Mm. And they were doing this movie, John Carter. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I was like, wow, that's Andrew Stanton producing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was a big leap. And I was thinking that's maybe the, like the, the sparkle, what I need to, to jump from where I am. But that was also, also super difficult because if they would take me, my wife didn't want to go to, to anywhere else than France. And especially not a, a country speaking English because we were speaking French and that's all. <laughs> so, <laughs> That was that was pretty difficult, and with the girls, uh, I was like, oh, "That's going to be difficult." But um, I sent it anyway. I told her, you know, there's no chance. I told her I sent it, but there's no chance they're going to come back to me. There's a lot of a lot of brave things he does. I mean, <laughs> yeah. right, Larry? Is, is it me? I think he's no, for super. Sure. Like, I mean, for sure. <laughs> hey, he, 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 I mean, look, he's he's with iAnimate. You know, he's brave. Like, you got to be strong. You got you, if you're going to do this, you got to be say, "Hey, I want to do this." You got to be hungry yeah. and want to do it. So, I mean, it's perfect. You really need to 
yeah, you need to be brave at this point because that I I remember uh, I was also playing at Disney at this point, and uh, and I, I you have to understand that um, there was no reels I could watch on the internet, nothing I could understand what was the level to be working in these studios. Yeah. So in a way, it was good because that kept me like. Uh, willing to grow and I wasn't discouraged because I had no idea what was the real level. Uh, but uh, on the other side, it, uh, I think now every animator can see on the internet, on Vimeo, all the reels, all the making of, all that, yeah. what they need to reach. So I, I remember uh, speaking with the, um, uh, with the recruiter in Disney and I asked him, like, what do you need from me? Like, I, I, I think I, I'm sending you the best animation I can. So what do you need to hire me? And, and the guy is telling me, uh, you know, I, I don't know, you need to improve your level. And I'm like, can you send me a reel? I, I want to see what kind of animator you're, you're, you're hiring. Looking for. And he tells me, I can't do that, but just watch our movies and see the level you need to reach. And I was like, what? That's, that's impossible. <laughs> like, like, of course I don't have your level. I, I need to work for you. And then... I think that was the best, um, the best advice the guy gave me because it, it really moved me. I was like, what, what is he saying? That's important. Like, I will never reach this level. And I, then I understood, like, if they hire me, that's because I'm bringing something. Yeah. Like, they, they need me to be at this level at least or bringing something more, especially yeah. when you come from France because they need to do a visa, they need uh, to yeah. move you there. So you need to be really good to show that you're better than someone they could pick uh, from the U.S. So um, I was like, oh, that's going to be tough. So th that's where I made the thing and I sent the, the real. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so London. Now that's yeah. who you got picked up by them, right? At Double Negative? In Double Negative, yeah. yeah. They, they called me. They were like, okay, we offer you a job there. It was a really small salary. And I was like, oh, I can't move there with the whole family. It's impossible. So I moved there alone. And and uh, we thought, like, uh, in, it's Paris, London. The, there's a train. So uh, it's two hours uh, away. So I was like, every week I'm going to come back. So for seven months, I had to go back wow. and forth. I had the kids in, in Paris. So you need to be really passionate at this point. Because, <laughs> you know, and flexible. And, and, you know, yeah. And, and you know, I love my family. I'm really, like, I love my kids. So leaving for seven months, it was really, really, really hard. Yeah. So I, I was doing it, but that was heartbroken doing it. So consider so, this, right? You, you, this is your third child, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Third child. You're in your in your 30s, and you're and you're pushing hard, and you're making a huge, a huge, uh, you know, commitment, to, you know, both for your family and and you know your responsibilities, your career, yeah. yeah, your career. And I think you know sometimes the animators was like, hey, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna become a you know monster animator in a year. I mean, there are, there are a few that really are like super sponge. It's true, right? There are a few, but it takes years yeah. to really get it at, say, you know, and you, you even asked, I wrote that, what do you need from me? Right? It gets years before you even know how to even answer that question. So right. the, the audience, I mean, this is, we have nothing but here. Take risks, ask questions, push for quality, you know, be fearless. Uh, you know, you, you were self-learning, 
independent. Like I have all kinds of notes, right? And this is why, you know, you're part of my animate because you're going to be able to teach us, our, our students this, but also you, you lived it. <laughs> like, like I'm having a blast tonight, yeah, really you know? Oh, Larry, I'm so happy, man. And the part yeah. I like too, though, is, you know, you knew it was your family guy. You knew it was for a short time, but it was that part that you're willing to go, look, I got to put in the time I got, if this is going to happen here, I have to be willing yes. to take that. Um, how disciplined were you? Paid off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How disciplined were you? I, I, I think at this point I was not disciplined. I was desperate. I was thinking to myself, I was thinking, I don't have any plan B. Like I really want to do it. I want to, to be an animator. I want to be working on these big movies and that's my last chance. So it was like, I don't know, like the, the, the last shout, like I'm going to make it. And it was, it was almost like, I'm going to work so hard that if I fail here, it's almost, I need to change. I was doubting at this point because I was thinking, I remember watching these TV shows where there were these singers and they were so bad singing and you could, you could hear it's so bad, but yeah. they were sure they were that good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they say, oh, that's my family. They're telling me I'm that good. I'm like, maybe I'm that. <laughs> at some point, I was so bad. American <laughs> Idol. <laughs> it's like, I can make I, I was, it. No. Yeah. So I was like, and, and I said, okay, I, I need to do the move because I have the feeling inside me that I'm, I'm just slowed down by the rigs, by the, the projects, by the budgets in France. I need to test myself there. If it works, we see. And, and, and the thing is, the salary couldn't help me to bring my family there. So I was like, that's that, that's. A, already an impossibility. The only chance would be that they raise me and they keep me there and all that. And that's what happened. So at, at the, when I arrived there, that's exactly what I planned. So the, the shows, I started on Paul, which is uh, another show than John Carter, which was great. It was full keyframe on a full CG character. And uh, I, I, I just enjoyed working. I think I totally expressed myself as an animator. I learned while I was uh, producing and, you know, it worked. I, I started to be exactly what I was planning. I started to be better and to produce the quality they needed while learning. And yeah, it, like, it was happening. So at the end of the show, for John Carter, the uh, Iman Butler, who, who, who's yeah. the... Yeah, 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 we know. The guy is amazing. So yeah. the guy... Uh, come to see me and he tells me, okay, I know you're a family guy. Uh, we want to keep you. So what do you need? And we are going to keep, keep killer. And then he helped me like bring the family and make it possible. So that, that was really the dream. Like I, I really had, a, it was a year and a half there. I loved it. <clears throat> uh, started to work with Andrew Stanton teams that were like crazy talented. I, I started to work like a sponge trying to understand how they animate and how what what were the rigs? What was the the way of shooting references? What was the way of um, animating? Going back and forth with uh, the supervisors, the uh, showing ideas and all that. I learned like tons of stuff that were a really another level, and that was exactly what I I thought it would be like. I was just slowed down with the, the project I, I, I was working on. Right. So at this point, uh, I, I was ready at the end of John Carter. I had a reel that was really big, 
for for the time and uh, I was ready to go to work for Disney or for an American studio so I felt it built my reel and sent it to Disney sent it to Blue Sky and um, it was at the end of John Carter uh, I remember having this um, uh, this interview with Disney everything went super well uh, then I had this interview with Blue Sky everything went super super well <laughs> and they were like wow you know what we want to offer you a job and it was like the, on the phone the, the interview was going and I was like oh wow seriously and they're like yeah we, we're going to give you uh, an offer uh, I think tomorrow and I was like wow that's 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 pretty short <laughs> and then they were like super excited to have me and all that so um, they gave me an offer and and I got it and I was like man I, I want to go because those guys they, like I could feel they wanted me there and it's half of the uh, half of the excitation half of the will to to move for a company like thinking about that's big so move, yeah. so I'm I moved there enjoyed my time uh, in Blue Sky and four months later <laughs> Disney calls, calls me like oh yeah you're still available and I'm like no <laughs> sorry I signed yeah. <laughs> sorry that ship sailed yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still want anyway, friends was funny it's funny because for four months my life just uh, went another side because in New York it's another uh, yeah. type yeah. of life yeah. uh, Blue Sky it's another style of animation and all that so I learned a ton of stuff there I, uh, like, that was great and it's funny because for four months I have other friends who came to Disney and are still there so I was like wow that's it's crazy and my life just changed in New York just, and all yeah. that yeah. but that's you know Rick and I are old school on that man it's <laughs> that hard work and dedication that you yes that, that you put in the time and it's going to pay off. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, we love hearing stuff like this, man. Yeah. And yeah, be patient killer. too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think like, like you said, like it took time, you know, you got to be patient yeah. with it. Yeah. Don't rush it. Don't get a, a bad foundation, get a strong right. foundation with your career. And yeah. then hit there when you're like, I made it. Then you're going to realize there is, you know, I talked about like difference of experience. It's like, you're like, I made it. No, no, no. You just got in. You're like <laughs> now you have to work so exactly. much harder because after, you know, I, like it was like 10 years 10 years is great but to me 10 years you just started right and after the other 10 years 20 years now you you really know where you're at but then there's a whole nother thing happening and then you when you get there it's it's like it's like oh my god here we go again you know you got to be resilient you know and still now yeah yeah so yeah Busquet and, and, and to go back to this situation sometimes I see new animators coming, um, especially in the in the US because it's a bit easier. I could feel it's easier to work for studios because they are not foreigners, they don't need the visa and all yeah. that. And they would come sometimes as intern and they're like, oh, I don't want to work on this character. Or, <laughs> I don't like this shot. And I'm like, dude, you're crazy. Like if I had started like you, in, in Blue Sky or in DreamWorks, yeah. I, I would be like, it's heaven. And you're paid to do that. I wasn't paid to do it. All the crazy stuff that you Yeah, it's did. true. I forgot. So, you weren't paid. And it's just yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. What were some of the biggest hurdles coming from something like a John Carter to a Blue Sky? With their, it, where it tends to be more cartoony and um, yeah. very Snappy different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the that's the biggest thing. So um, I, I came from um, uh, motion capture stuff, 
uh, Kaina was really realistic. Uh, I arrived on John Carter, visual effects, uh, Paul, uh, double negative. It, all, it, yeah. it was keyframe uh, at this point because Andrew Stanton mm -hmm. didn't want motion capture. Mm -hmm. But still, it had to be like super realistic. Yeah. So arriving at Blue Sky, where everything is so snappy and crazy, <laughs> cartoony, I'm like, wow, uh, I need to adapt to that. But then again, like, and here it was more of a, a fun challenge. I would say, before that, it was a, a die or live challenge. I was like, wow, I need to survive in this world, and I don't have the level. And I need to fight to get it, and I put everything at risk to, to get it, and then I got it. The thing is, um, when I was in Blue Sky, it was, it was much more different. It was more like, okay, I need to teach myself cartoony animation. There's a ton of animators here. I'm, I have the job. I, I'm not stressed. The only thing is try to, like, same thing, try to sponge all the, the talents here and try to, to get this new, this new style. And that's what I did. That was that was really nice. And like, that team that. was really strong. It was a really strong team. I, like I remember that period of, of the animators that were there, and and you know I, we all have buddies that worked at different studios and Blue Sky, one of them. And it was a strong team. So you, there's a lot of knowledge that was probably pouring in. That's yeah. amazing. But a quick question. Um, I wanted to know um, how was it when you were working on the Peanut movie, right? Mm. Cause that style is like super, like it's it's its own thing. Like I would be like, I'm gonna be honest, I would have been like, oh okay, like that's something I would really need to like take time to study just to know that I'm doing it right. Yeah, yeah. That to me, that was one of the most difficult movie we worked on. Yeah, English guy, because the rest is something that you've seen already into the animation, so you can. Uh, it's in you already. You just have to uh, push your hands to create it, but yeah. your brain already knows the fundamentals about yeah, cartoony yeah. animation and all that. So when it doesn't work, your brain knows it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. yeah. But uh, with peanuts, it's just another style. It's it's something it's something that is done. Uh, um, you know, it was TV series. They were doing it on twos, and something there was a magic that happened with the style and the limit, limitations they had. Yeah. And we had to recreate that and understand where uh, where the thing looks great because it's um, it's charming, yeah. and where it looks cheap yeah. because it's just TV animation, and avoid this part. Mm. So that was really difficult. Plus, uh, at this point, the rigs were so heavy because everything had to move, to slide, uh, to have like polished faces with the nose that could go from one side to the yeah. other. Uh, and you had to you play with the volume have, of the like, lines too, yeah. Yeah, exactly. All, all that was oh super God. complex. So the rigs were really heavy, like mm -hmm. heavy to the point we almost couldn't do anything with it. Wow. So the idea was to animate in 2D or use some drawings from Schultz yeah. Uh, like the face, the, the arms, the, the, use them like a, like a puppet and do your animation like that. Show it to the directors, the supervisors. And when it's really approved, then you translate it without even thinking with the rigs. Yeah. Because the rigs were so heavy, you couldn't yeah. feel anything. Really. Yeah. So heavy, that was the first planning. time I would work like that. I, yeah. I didn't like working like that. That's so, hard, man. But, oh. Yeah, especially with the yeah. IP that was already established that you're trying to target, 
You know, that's <laughs> yeah. my target. It's not like you can just go, okay, <laughs> hey, well, we'll just go it, in this yeah. direction. You're like, yeah. that doesn't change what we're trying to sell here. And you guys did a great job um, in keeping it to that that uh, that look and feel. So um, that was no small yeah, task. Yeah. I'm just it's really sure. nice. All the, the lines work and everything. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of work, but that looks really Nice yeah, you guys did it justice for sure. But yeah, beloved IP like that with slow rigs, I'm sure that was not easy. <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> High bar, huh? <laughs> yeah. Any, but then, um, you know, they improved a lot. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. No, then the rigs in Blue Sky, they, 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 I think after Peanuts, they were like, wow, we need to find some ways to make it faster. And they pushed a lot to get some, some rigs that are super fast. And then Maya, you know, uh, it became like the, the parallel, parallel mode where yeah, yeah. kind of caches things and they use the video card with it. So, so yeah, we started to have some really nice rigs. And I think that's where, to me, it's, animation is that. Because I'm not someone that is planning too much. I like, sometimes I just push the movement on the character. I just push the arm or do something and let it play. And... From there, I'm gonna. It's like molding something like, like clay. You see something. Something. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, you, so do you, do you uh, that's a question. Yeah, that's good. I'm sorry. Let me ask you, because I want to get into the sculpting thing, right? And, and talking about the performance, right? Do you find that you're, you're, you're sculpting and finding your performance, kind of like layering the details until you get yeah. right to it? Or like, can you explain to what you mean by sculpting and trying things? It's funny because I've seen this sculptor. Uh, the guy is pretty well known. He worked with, uh, on big uh, um, Hollywood movies. So he did, um, I don't remember the, uh, anyway, so um, the, the way he sculpts, um, he doesn't know what he's going to do. He's just pushing the clay and mm -hmm. then he's like, now and just pushing the other way and it's like oh that's a norm and then and then you find something some flow happening and i've seen mm -hmm. that in drawing too and i think uh glenn king is saying that too yeah. if you see his drawings they are really messy but it's mm -hmm. like it's like the action all um, action uh, line everything is just it's, it's like pushing something toward a, a happy happy accents um, happy creativity yeah yeah and and uh, and i'm i'm like that i like seeing those characters especially in 3d you have a stance pose where the character is pretty neutral and dead and animation is life so you start with something that looks dead and it, it kills me in a way so i just want i i i would just paste some poses that are not great and all that and and try to make it flow and then it brings like then i can see the feedback of it yeah, and i'm like yeah. oh i don't like that i like that i'm gonna push that and, and and i'm working also a lot i think i'm one of the uh, first animators to use a lot of layers in animation mm. so um, i used to uh, work with layers uh, in 3d studio max because it was on biped the, the plugin they, they used and, uh, and I was using layers in that. Then I used um, a motion builder and they had these layers that they, they picked from uh, 3D Studio Max. And then Autodesk bought uh, uh, Kaidara. And uh, it's funny because I went to Autodesk uh, uh, in Montreal and uh, tried to explain how I liked layers and how to use it. 
and they push toward this uh, these tools that they have now in Maya. In Maya huh? So yeah. I, I I used it a lot, and I pushed uh, Blue Sky to use layer animation. Like if you go to Blue Sky, you ask layers. They, they say, oh, that's <laughs> I mean, it's hot. I mean, it's like powerful. Layers. It's powerful. I mean, we call that Patrick. That's the, that's the yeah. <laughs> yeah, Patrick. Oh, Patrick. Use like, Patrick. So <laughs> layers. <laughs> To, to me, it's like, it's the messiest thing you can find because you have an animation and then you can do another animation on top of it and counter animate everything. So, yeah. it, and, and then put another layer on top of it. But then that's crazy because it's like, it's really like, like sculpting and having your, um, uh, the, the, the metal wire inside and then you change the pose and you change again and something starts to happen. You're like, I never thought about that before. Like, yeah, What's yeah. happening here? I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't have that in mind. But it's better than what I had in mind. Right. And then you push it because it's there by you mistake. You kind of see that now, right? But then yeah. you can enhance. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then if you if you know how to tame the layers, uh, you can create clean poses out of it. And it's like it's like I see those uh, those people drawing with uh, shapes, and it's like shadows, and they cut in the shadows, and you're like, what is it? And then it's happening. The character yeah. is coming. And, I like to work like that. Okay, I got a question for you because I kind of feel the same way sometimes when I'm animating. Sometimes I'll see something like, okay, now I can kind of start feeling that. One of the things that I've heard oftentimes though is planning, 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 right? So that'll help you in that. Where that kind of bites me back in the butt when I animate that way is it can take a little bit longer. Have you felt that same way for you? Is that something that you've developed more now as you've gotten uh, more experience or did you happen to find that same workflow when you weren't, you know, weren't as experienced maybe earlier on um, and you just had to kind of continue to work through it? Did you get faster? How did you overcome some of those, um, those hurdles of being quick too? So the thing is, it's two different things. So creativity in a way and planning in another ways, in other ways, it's it's really completely different. Which means that when I start an animation, I really know where I'm going. I I so it, it seems weird what I'm saying, but I know exactly the kind of acting I want, what the character needs to be doing. I shot many references. I'm go, I'm gonna watch the reference, cut the reference, reshoot again, do some drawings for the facial, and I know exactly where I want to go. Okay. But then from there. It's just, uh, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just AutoCAD. Like you're, you're, you're doing the plan to do the house, mm -hmm. but then you're going to do the magic. And the magic that happens there, that's everything that makes the difference between a good animator or, or a so-so animator. Mm -hmm. Because when you have the plan, and you're going to see that there are people who are really good at shooting references, and then you see the animation, you're like, ah, there's something missing here. Right, right. And, if you push it that way, and I think it's different for, for everyone because not everyone works like that. But for me, it's like, I know where it's going, but I'm gonna find a pose that is gonna be pushing my plan. My plan is um, having this character being a bit sad, but you don't wanna see it exactly. And then I'm gonna push the, push the shoulder and, and uh, push the eyes and, add a layer on top of it and try even more, change the, ax, the, the axis, uh, change the camera a little bit, and, and then maybe change completely this position like that. And that's going to change everything. That's going to push so much the acting, more than even an actor would do it, because it's right. so difficult to be angled at the right position to the camera. 
So I'm just enhancing the plan gotcha. the most I can. So I like that, if yeah. you see my animation, which is pretty rare, I think, because people are working in step mode with poses, they get approved, uh, and then they stick to, the, to these poses. In my animation, it's always evolving. If you see the blocking and at the end, the animation is, com the poses are completely different. But it's just an enhanced version of the, of the first blocking. So the poses are different, but it's just a better version, more like there's more feeling to it. It didn't change the intention of the animation. The intention I planned, mm -hmm. and I, I got approved by the soup and by the director. I'm going to so ask you something. I find, like, I'm trying not to lead on, on, on the answer, but do you find, that's so hard, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Do you find, and, and, and I think we, we touched on this uh, on some other previous podcasts, um, maybe it was with Andrew. Um, do you find that you can, oh, I'm trying to use the right word. Okay, I'll just say the word. Do you find that you can visualize what you're trying to get and then plan what you visualize? Um, I, I, I don't think I visualize it, but I think I... I know what I expect it to be, and it, it, it's not there. Mm, and then I push mm. stuff. It's like, it's like pushing something to make it happen. And I'm mm. like, it needs, it needs to feel that way, and it doesn't work. So it's like, it's like when you draw, you're like, ah. And, and, and you let the thing uh, be on its own, and, yeah. and it's just pushing it to go the way you want, and then it, there's some life that happens mm. on its own. Mm -hmm. That it's is a really hard thing. Like, yeah, that's a very hard thing. Yeah. That's a hard thing. And it's hard to explain as much as it is hard to do, to get the, yeah. the, the um, whatever you call it, the magic, the essence, the truths, yeah. uh, the sincerity of, of a performance or a movement or, or, or of a character's thought or of the whole sequence right that is a hard yeah. thing the truth sincerity that's, and this because you can't lie super hard. i yeah. know yeah but, but what's good what's really good to me is uh uh i think you just see that it doesn't work and that helps a lot because yeah, yeah. to me when a character isn't alive it's just animated you feel it and and oh, yeah. so you're gonna push more push 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 until you're like that's it that's it. The voice is coming from him. The, 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 the acting, he's doing it. He's the actor. I, like sometimes I don't even see the, 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 like, like, uh, uh, the, the, the main actor. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't see his face. I just see my character and it seems his soul is inside him. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, that's it. Yeah. I, I got it. And I think it's funny because you were, you were uh, asking about being uh, fast or not. Uh, uh, animating, I'm super fast at that. And, and it helps a lot because to me, being fast is also being good because being fast, you can, you can try so many things. So you animate fast, you test stuff, it doesn't work, you just dismantle everything. I don't, I don't mind, I just delete everything, just rebuild something super fast. I'm like, oh, I want that, and I delete that. And I see those guys in, in, in modeling, they do the same, like they, they sculpt and they just delete, they, they, change things and yeah showing to the director sometimes you're like well that's going to be difficult to make it make him approve that because it's different maybe he won't like it but what i found out is if i do my job well where there's a soul in the animation 
And it's not, when I'm saying it, it feels like maybe it moves too much or whatever. It can be super subtle. Like I can push things where at some point I'm so deep into the shot that if I see it like two weeks later, I wouldn't even see the difference I made at this point. I spent an hour to do this difference. But at this point, it's like a superpower. You're like so much into it, so focused into it. You see stuff that only you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just balancing all this, like the emotion, the movement, the physicality, but also the, 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 the silhouettes and all that. So you're doing your own masterpiece. And at some point, you feel the life is coming from the character. And you show that to the director. And I'm telling you, I know that some, like, a lot of time, that's not what they expected. But they see it and like, oh man, it works. So they, they, you know, you can't say no to them, a truth. If if the, if yeah. the character is 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 real and it's in yeah. its in its own world, and you don't see, yeah. like you say, you don't hear the the actor, you don't think about, you actually look at a character like it was a person. You can't say no to that. It's just yeah. like it feels in. That's what he would do, or he or she or it would do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Rick. Does, so does he seem enthusiastic about animation or what? Um, like, I, the, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, man. Like, like we. Thought, I was like, Patrick, this man. This guy's been in it for twenty plus years, and he's like, you know, the truth. That here's the masterpiece. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna be like, how did you? I was like, I'm telling you, like, we we serious. <laughs> like, we love. love we're gonna we're gonna push. We're gonna push the students. They don't like. We were talking about industry standards. Like, how do you get there? You just, like, you, like, you fight for it. You want it. You got to be hungry. You sleep on it. You wake up to it, you know? Like, that's what we're about. That's, yeah, that's, awesome, that's exactly what we're about. And that's yeah. why he's going to be teaching us, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, if Jen is listening to this podcast, uh, I've been training her. Listen to this, what he said. Like, we're going to laugh so much about this because we're on set talking about this exactly right now. So nice. it's awesome. Very nice. Um, from Blue Sky to DreamWorks, I know you've got to work on some really cool stuff. We mentioned a bit uh, off recording earlier, uh, The Crudes, one of my absolute favorite ones. You said that, you know, you're getting, you finished up here on the second one and sequels are very tough. And you saying this one here, in your opinion, is in some ways better. Um, what did you enjoy working on this film, particularly as a sequel with, you know, the characters and uh, returning? So the, the thing is, Greg, uh, you know, he has this... Really, you say. Yeah, let's not... <laughs> I no spoilers. We got a very good relationship with DreamWorks, so <laughs> just, right? And we want to keep so that, no DreamWorks. I love you guys. You know, keep it cool. I think in the trailer, it's already there. You can see that Greg, he has this relationship with his family and he wants to protect them. Sometimes he's not the best at it, but... You know, that's deep inside him. And with his daughter, uh, like it's difficult with guy coming and he's in love with her and she's in love with him. So I think the, the new movie is all about that. And, and, I, I, and I had the chance to work a lot on, on Greg. And yeah, that, that was amazing because that was me. Like I, I, could, I, yeah, I, I could act like if it was my situation. That was great. Now the first one, was that one done on Emo or Primo? Uh, the first one, I don't know. I wasn't on the first one. I think it was on Emo. Yeah, I think it might have been. Okay, because I was wondering if there was a difference from now working, because we're talking about software, we're talking about being able to, yeah. to animate well and not having to have as many you know, uh, hurdles Patience, with the, yeah. the rigs and stuff like that in the software. And I know uh, Primo has been obviously uh, 
big improvements. I was curious if you had. Yeah, so that's the thing about Primo. Uh, and, and that's the thing I enjoyed so much also on, on the cruise. I did like five minutes of animation in the movie. It, wow. It, yeah, it's a lot. Like maybe eight months of work. And it's like crazy scenes, like acting between characters, choreography, like 10 characters all the time. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and Primo is able to handle that. So it's just, it's just fun. You, you're animating without being stopped by the, the, the software, the, the, the constraint from the technology. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, and, and I felt it at, at some point, I was like, whoa, I'm animating like I think. There's no, uh, because at some point you have a schedule and you're like, okay, I'm gonna make it a bit more simple because I need to finish it by the end of the week. But here I'm like, whoa, I'm gonna make it even more complex. Like there's gonna be some contacts and wow. stuff. And I don't, I don't mind because it's real time. I, we don't have a play blast tool for you, for example. It's all real time all the time. So it's not even inside the time. software. You yeah. can have 10 characters. So it's like a game that's engine. amazing. It's like a game yeah. engine. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I've heard great, you know, we, uh, we have some of our alumni who've graduated our program um, working over there. Um, and they just kind of mentioned what a great vibe the DreamWorks studio is right now. Is that, been your assessment and, and the, the kind of renaissance, so to speak, of what's kind of going on over there? Yeah, I think, yeah, especially for me, because coming from, from Blue Sky, Blue Sky is really competitive. It's a lot of young people, super competitive, so you have to fight your way there. And it's good because that makes you good to, like, the level is super high and you, you try to push yourself to stay uh, up to the, to the task. Uh, uh, DreamWorks is totally different. Um, already, the the age, the average uh, age, is um, uh, older. So people are there. They've been working on Prince of Egypt. Um, like some of them, they've been there for twenty five years. Okay. They have nothing to prove. They are just super talented. So you arrive there with a level that is super high. I felt like. Even like a step above, I was like, whoa, so many great animators. Yeah. And I love that because if you have this level, now you need to reach this level. So that was something new to me. Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to push myself even more. And um, yeah, I worked with this animator, Rani Naami, and uh, uh, on, on, on the cruise. The guy is amazing. And, and I was like, that's the level I need to push toward. And I felt at the end of the movie, I, I, I kind of reached this level because I, I pushed myself on this way. And I was like, that's, that's this kind of experience is moving from studio to another, different styles, different software, different culture. Uh, I, I learned a lot. And those guys, it's just another, um, I don't know, it, it's less of a fight and trying to show how good you are doing your masterpiece on, on a shot. It's more like we have this ton of experience. We are building a movie as a team. How do we help each other uh, to make the film better? Mm. And I found out that, for example, for me, it was a shame to uh, shoot references for someone and someone would shoot references for me because I was like, it's part of the creativity. Like I, I need to shoot my own references for my shot and, and then animate what I've done. But I found out that some of the, the animators in DreamWorks, their face 
uh, helped doing the designs of some characters. Yeah. And, and you're like, whoa, so they are just those characters. They are just the best, the best references to be doing those characters. And then you have like uh, women or girls that are amazing at, at doing this girl. And I'm not like, I don't know, my shoulders, they don't work like that. <laughs> I'm not. So doing grog is really nice, but you know, I, I can't do it. So you would ask others and they are amazing at, at, at doing those references. And then you see how they use it, how you might use it. And, and it's just- it, No egos it, it's, and just working together, yeah, huh? Yeah. No egos at this point. And, yeah, I think, and that's what I learned during my career. Uh, when someone is really good, he he won't be cocky about it. Like he like he's just here to help you because he has nothing to prove. He doesn't feel threatened by you because that's it. He did yeah. it already. So I, I I really enjoy that in DreamWorks. It's it's more about that. Like just no, no one is here to try to be better than you. It's just let let's all be good. Very so, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we've taken a lot of your time and there's been some really, That's really cool stuff in this. And so we're excited to release this podcast. You'll be teaching in our feature workshop class. Um, we'll, we'll end up announcing, you know, which uh, workshop particularly. Um, but we're just really, really happy to have you here. And we look forward. I, I just yeah. love this passion. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's one of the things for me as an alumni. I'm like, I want to sneak in and watch those recordings. And Absolutely. Stuff. So, Absolutely. Uh, I'm really excited to have you here. So thank, thank you. you so much, Patrick. Thank you guys. That was really thank nice you. to be with you. Thank Likewise. You. Awesome. All right. With that, we're out. <laughs>